Hi, everyone. I'm Lula. And I'm Jude. And welcome back to Just Friends. Yay. Um, okay, I think we're on episode eight. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I'm like happy mid-October, yeah. everyone. Crazy. Happy Pretty fall crazy. break, Yale. Happy birthday, Yay. Esme and Charlie. Woo! That's crazy. That's a lot of little shout outs. I know. Sorry. Right off the bat. Okay. <laughs> um, let's do high-low buffalo. Okay. So you start, right? Because I'm bringing in the topic. Yes. Jude's bringing in the topic, so I start. Okay. Let's see. My high. Caroline's here to visit. Woo! No shout way! Out. Like, that's just so fun. Um, Your that's so fun. there with you. Boo in Amsterdam. <laughs> I'm like, it's ADE, which is called Amsterdam Dance Event, which is like just crazy. Like, I don't even know. Apparently, it's a annual week or slash weekend where it's just like Amsterdam hosts all these famous DJs or something. And it's like every single venue has like events every single night. And it's crazy. And I don't have class. And so that's fun. It's like a city-wide experience. Yeah, and it's like an annual thing. They're like, people come to Amsterdam for this week. I don't know. I don't really know about it, but it's fun. So that's my high. Hasn't it already started? Yes, it started last night. It was great. Okay. (laughs) I woke up like two hours ago. Um, Uh, Okay, so it's it's like raving. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... Those are my highs. <laughs> Sorry. No, okay. it's okay. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm just like having Wait, a good time. I don't feel like satiated about like the Caroline. Can you give me like one thing that's like the, like what's what how does how does having Caroline there change your experience of Amsterdam? Yeah, good question. I feel like there's a new level of like or like second round of exploring. You mm. know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. like exploring through a visitor's eyes and also like doing things that I haven't done before. Like we like we're on the hunt for this like an outdoor work cafe thing and found this place that's literally like five minute bike ride from where I live that I'd never been before. And it's this like amazing cafe restaurant that's open from like 8 a.m. to midnight every single day. And it's in this like giant old house and it's like on the water and it's so pretty. And I was like, oh, the more, you know. And it has Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Like people oh, work there. I know it has so Wi-Fi. Lit. And like the that's name. Crazy. What's the word in. I think you've said it on a pod before, but it means for like cozy vibes. Hoogle. <laughs> Hoogle. Yeah. So there's a word in Dutch that's like. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's spelled T-H-U-I-S. It's like house, maybe. I'm like totally fucking that up. But it means something about like at home vibes. And this place is like called that word. So it's very yes. cute and cozy, however you say it. Um, yeah. Does that help? Does that answer? That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Yay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's so cute to see you guys together. I'm really happy. That's exciting. Woo! Shout out. Okay. What's um, your high, Jude? I think my high is pretty simple. I went to Paris over my like break that I had and Woo! I was with my mom. It was so fun. It was beautiful. Yay. Wait, shout out Alexa. And shout out Alexa. <laughs> shout out Alexa. 
She deserves so many shout outs. And, but this whole high is a shout out to her basically. Cause I just had so much fun with her. Like um, we just ate and talked and it was kind of like a perfect vacation. We ate really good food. Um, and we ate really, really good croissants Love. and we had really, really, really good conversations. Yay. So like, I don't know, just some, like some mother son bonding. Yeah. That's so happy. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I've like been recently, like literally this week. I mean, also probably definitely in part because it's my sister's birthday right now. And also because everyone at Yale is like going home. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people are like going home and seeing their family or whatever because of fall break weekend. And I'm like, also probably factors that it's the halfway point. But I'm like, it's really crazy not seeing family for this long. I've like talked about this before, but I'm like, this is the longest I've gone without seeing that or like four months will be the longest I've gone, which is really crazy. crazy. I'm also thinking Jace. about all the people at school who are like so long distance with their families. Like you are like Seattle to Connecticut. I'm like, this is really eye opening experience for me. And some people are like in different countries, which is even crazier. Yeah. Yes. Like full time international students. Yeah. Anyway, lots of perspective shifts. But shout out Alexa. That's so cute. Shout out Alexa. Okay, what's your low, Lula? I'm like, yet again, thank God I can't think of one easily. I think, um, oh, okay, I can have one. I have one. My low, I can have one. I can have one. My low <laughs> That's the quote is, of study abroad. I can have a low. No, my low is, um, I don't want to make this a whole long talk, but like summer jobs. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Caroline was like, yeah. So like, you know, she's like worked in the workforce. Unlike me, I've usually had little like <laughs> bits and bobs of jobs. And she's like, um, like you usually like apply now and like interviews are like in November and then you get an offer or not. And I'm like, I haven't even started looking at anything, obviously. Because I'm just like ignoring that avoidant, avoidant, avoidant. And I just don't know what I want to do. I hate the process of applying for things like trying to make a concise and like well articulated cover letter is just like mm-hmm. hell mission personally. And obviously rejection is tough and anticipating rejection is awful. I mean, we've talked about that in the last episode or two episodes ago. Yeah, two episodes. And yeah, I don't know. Um, It's crazy to me that it's like not Halloween and I'm having to think about the summer. Sorry, I can't even think about yep. like next week. That's what I'll say is my low. Okay, I just have like a follow-up there, which is like, Go. so first of all, I just want to second that. Like so stupid that we have to be like stressed about summer when we're just supposed to be living in the moment in Europe, right? So like, and I totally second the like frustration and stress about it all. I'm curious for you though, like you said it's like not your like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I forget. It's just like not where your head's at or something. But also, is it not even where your heart's at? Like, do you really want to do a summer job? Well, never. I mean, that's, sorry, not never, but that's totally part of it. I think that's what I was trying to get when it's like, I don't know what I want to do. You've talked about like a job that you really wanted in the other episode I'm like I don't even know I don't know like I don't know what I want to be doing I'm like 
do I want to be doing something with the podcast? Like, do I obviously our podcast, but I mean, like a podcast internship. I'm mm-hmm. like, do I want to be doing something with music or will that like make me hate the music industry? Probably. Yes. I'm like, do <laughs> I want to be doing another like creative program? I'm like, I don't know. That's also fun. And then I have no money for the third summer in a row. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yes, that's yeah. totally part of it. You did not put words in my mouth. I like it is not where my heart is at. My heart of hearts. I'm like, I don't really. I don't like end of sentence. I don't really dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I don't know. I will also just say on that, like. I in, uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to get some flack on this. I don't know. This might be a crazy sentence, but like, okay, in my opinion, the application to a job is so much less powerful than the application to college. And I don't know why that would be. And it's not, I'm not in, I'm not for writing another common app and then doing supplements for all of these different jobs. I'm not saying that, but like, I feel like I shined as a human being in my college app. Well, cause you have like letters or recs and like, it's a whole like, and your activities and like, and then you're like, you get a resume with like your important a quote unquote accomplishments that like I mean how many college students actually have quote unquote accomplishments right right the, I'm like I like, worked in a restaurant yeah I don't and know and then it's like you write your cover letter and like your cover letter is supposed to explain like why your job experiences like help you do this job and like why you like the company like you can like but it's really hard to like really get you as a human being and make you shine like shine um yeah. No, I I totally agree with that. I think I definitely do not like hope for something similar to the college application process in a job application because that was like the worst thing ever because obviously also that's so much pressure to like make yourself the most whatever exemplary shining star you can be. I'm also like, I think that's what I was um thinking when I said like I don't I can never make a I never feel confident in like a cover letter I'm just like it's not any form of like not that it has to be creative writing but I'm just like it doesn't show anything about me really like it's like I'm trying to write why like me and this company should match on tinder you know what I mean like it's just very like fake or something like it's too formal to be like real or to show anything and everyone's writing about something me. similar to you yeah i'm like i could ask chat gpt to write my cover letter and it would be <laughs> the same as someone who wrote it from their brain because i'm like there's there's such a formula i feel like maybe i'm just like don't have experience like haven't talked to people but i'm like there's nothing to do that would like make this cool or interesting i don't know you're like eh, maybe like i feel like there maybe. are some things yeah. i'm just like I've obviously I'm just like averse to the whole thing that I'm just like, ugh, this is going to be boring. I'm also like, I feel like at our stage being in college, like a lot of the jobs we're applying to or internships, whatever for the summer, it's like people put so much work into the applications to like not really be doing anything in the actual job uh, because we're at such yeah. an entry level stage. So I'm like, part of my whole thing with the cover letter and the application process is like, I'm trying to sell myself being like a good fit for your company. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I want to like help 
publish books, whatever. But then I'm like, if I got that internship, I'd be like joining Zoom calls, like reading contracts or like looking for typos. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just very. Yeah. And that's just how it is. I'm like, that's not no one can solve that. Whatever. That's the state of the world. But I'm like, it's just sucky. It's sucky. Okay. Me being like, I don't want to rant about jobs. (laughs) No, I'm glad okay. we did. I have, yeah. I honestly could keep ranting. But I know. Let's, I know. Let's end it there. Okay. Okay. Um, um my Okay. Low. Yeah. What's your low, Jude? I got to go on a rant real quick and Please. then we can, like, just kind of keep it pushing. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I've been grappling with recently. I know, just fact based, that I would live a happier life, likely a long-term life in Copenhagen. Mm. Like, just, they are doing life right. There's just no question about it. Like, they complain about the weather, and that's what they complain about. And they, like, they just have a better life-work balance. They spend more time with their families. They have better food, frankly. They live life. And it's so awesome. And yet... (laughs) Despite that, there's this like real American core in me that's like, oh my God, I need to work, work, work. And like, I want to build a company and I want to, I, I romanticize the productivity like porn of, of America. And I thrive in it. And I like when we were, I just asked you if the like coffee shop had Wi Fi because a lot of coffee shops don't have Wi Fi here because you don't work in coffee shops. Yep. But I love working in coffee shops. Like, it's my favorite thing to do. (laughs) Not really, but like kind of. And so it's just like, uh, like how my rational brain is so set and so obvious. Like the way to live is like come back here in the summer and come back here as many times as I can and get a job here and like do Copenhagen. Like I am so much happier right now than I have been in the last four years, I'd say. Yeah. Or more content, maybe not happier, but like. But there's overall like. I'm excited to wake up and do my days every yeah. day. Yep. And like, that's so awesome. And yeah. yet, how am I still so addicted and and fall prey to this like kind of propaganda of how to live a happy life in America? And like, even when I see that's not necessarily what a happy life has to be. Um, and so I'm grappling with that. And it's kind of a low because it's so obvious to me. Like, I'm trying to come up with like a metaphor of like... um. I don't have one, but it's just like so obvious that I should be doing this. Like, but I, there's something in me that's like, no, 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 no. Like stay away. (laughs) Um, And it's like, how, like, why? Like, how am I so irrational? But. Okay. I echo, I echo all of it. I mean, I also think I have many responses that I'm like trying not to be too like psychoanalysis right now, but I agree (laughs) I've also been like analyzing my own thing of like, why wouldn't I, you know, like if it's so obvious, why won't you? But besides all of that analysis, here's some other things. I'm like, one, it's so like magical to me that you are in Copenhagen and I'm in Amsterdam and they seem so perfect for us. Mm-hmm. because I think when I visited you in Copenhagen I was like I this is an amazing place to be it was like I totally get it I love the city and I was like so there are such minute differences that make it perfect for you and like not perfect mm-hmm. for me 
And I'm like, yeah. here, I'm like, it's perfect. Like, I get it. It's also interesting. I mean, not even interesting. I'm like, we know this. We knew this. Like, there's another part of the propaganda aspect that's like flee to Europe in a very real way. Not from America, but I think like just right now. It's like, I'm going to do my like study abroad, escapist, like, ooh, I'm the main character moment. And like, that's a real thing that's happening and that we're doing. And Caroline, like within two days of being here, was like, this city is literally a utopia. Like she was like, I can't believe that people go about life like this. Yeah. And I'm like, could analyze that forever. But it was so interesting her seeing it because I was like, I feel like I can never explain it. Like, I can't explain why I feel like the city is such a utopia. And I'm like, the fact that you're here for two seconds and you're like, oh, I get it. I don't know. Speaks for itself or something. I'm just like, that's affirming. Also definitely plays into the whole like, okay, so why am I, why am I looking for jobs in, <laughs> in the U.S.? In, <laughs> in Idaho. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> it's yeah. just confusing. I don't know. Yeah. Echoed. The low is echoed. Yeah. I don't know. I'll keep working through it but i will say that this is what study abroad is about right like yep. what we're grappling with like that's it's awesome that we're seeing other ways of life and being like oh maybe i could live this way like we are doing yeah. so much real work um maybe not as much school i mean not as much school work and more just like real and like, like life zero work, which is so cool yeah yeah i know my my midterm for my language class is 10 questions what oh mine was an actual test Sorry, mine was a real. I mean, test. I, I mean, I have to, I had to memorize all the words, but it's gonna be ten questions. Okay, great, crazy, <laughs> yeah. I um, like am a thousand word essay doing three days on whatever I want. <laughs> like I'm literally so cool. like it's it's like use uh, four sources. Like thank <laughs> you. Um. Also, sorry, maybe I'll say part of the low, another low, just something to complain about. Not actually, this is my buffalo. Let me make okay, this we'll my share buffalo. Your buffalo. Thank you. <laughs> like consent to speak. Um, my buffalo is that I'm because this isn't really low. Yeah, this this qualifies as buffalo. I'm like working it through as I speak it, obviously. <laughs> I'm like really scared to go back to Yale's workload. Oh yeah. In a huge oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> in a huge way. Mm-hmm. Like Snap. just seeing the yep. grind that Caroline is in. And I'm like, it's nothing like it's not even like self-inflicted. Yeah. My procrastinating right now is like I can sit down and do an assignment in two hours because the assignment is very simple. Hers is like, I have to stay up till 4 a.m. And I'm like, that's what I was doing at Yale. That's what we were all doing. Yeah. And we all do. Like I see everyone's stories. I'm like, it's midterm season. And they're like sitting in the library until it closes. And then they're like, I'm on my third all nighter in a row. And it's like all of my friends, like all the like group chats. I'm still in from Yale and people being like, let's get dinner. And it's like, I can't. I have a midterm in like 12 hours. I need to study. And I'm like, no oh, eating. my God. I'm like scared. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't even know. I also think I I'm taking my most classes. I'm see. That's what I was. I'm like rethinking. I'm like haven't even looked at my fucking <laughs> classes. Schedule. I'm like literally forehead slapping right now. I haven't even looked <laughs> yeah, at literally... my. <laughs> I haven't even looked at We're my classes apart. for next semester <laughs> because I'm like then I'll have to look at my classes for graduation requirements 
Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. <laughs> guys, I don't know how it's going to happen. I keep being like, let me take a semester <laughs> off. <laughs> um. Oh, my Damn. God. Let's not talk about this. But that's my Buffalo. Wow. I guess it's complaining, but it's also just like, I don't know. It's it's just something I feel like is a plague. I feel like the Yale schoolwork is a plague and there's no escaping it. Like there's nothing I can do differently returning to the spring. Like I can be like, I'll take less extracurriculars, whatever. So I'll have more free time. Like I'll do less leadership roles. I'm like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm still going to have the same amount of schoolwork. Yeah. That's my Buffalo. That's a great Buffalo. Okay. Slash okay. low slash rant. I don't know what that is, but it was great. I, I really second that and okay. have been thinking about it. Okay. Now I'm like sweating from that. So, okay. What are we talking about today, Gio? Okay. Well, <laughs> um, I'm so excited about this topic. I'm just going to share. So basically today we're going to be talking about self-driving cars. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I think it's going to be and a really interesting conversation that like, well, I mean, I didn't know that much about self-driving cars. I'm like, I mean, I think we're getting really, really close to full self-driving cars and I wanted to learn more about it. And then I did. And then I just think it also will be like a lot more of an ethical conversation, a tech conversation, a progress and like innovation conversation. Like, I think there's going to be a lot that comes out from this. Um, and I think this is an interesting piece of technology to like kind of delve deeper into that. Like, I mean, AI, there's so much like uncertainty and existential dread that is associated with that. This is like a pretty certain, like what the future might look like and like the facts behind self-driving. So, um, okay. I don't know how you want to start the converse or how I want to start the conversation, but it's like, we can talk about like the players of this. We can talk about the like technology behind it. We can talk about, any we can talk about that like concerns behind it like do you have questions like where do we i don't know how much you know yeah. about self-driving like i don't i would to, say yeah you i would say start with like where where we're at like okay. less tech side and more like what is this looking like right now yeah okay great um so basically self-driving is like there are different like levels of self-driving and like level five is like full self-driving where you can just like kind of no hands, nothing lie down. It will take you on dirt roads. Like it can go on anything. Um, We're not there yet. We're like probably level three and four. It kind of depends on how, how you like define the levels. Um, But basically there are like a lot of different players in the market, right? So like you have like Ford and you have like Google and you have like GM all kind of working on their own projects, but there's like two real main players and that's like, well, kind of three, but it's like Waymo and Cruise, which is like one type of self-driving um, and then Tesla, which is a different type of self-driving. Um, let's start with Waymo and Cruise. So like the first time, the reason I started getting really interested in self-driving was in Arizona. There are really just fully self-driving cars on the road where like they're taxis and you like go on your app like Uber and you click catch a cab, or catch a Waymo. And then Waymo, mm-hmm. like it tells you where to go to get picked up by a Waymo. And then Waymo drives you to wherever you want to go. And Waymo is um, a car. And it's a car. And there's no person in the car. It's like a fully self-driving car. And you get in like the back. Have you gone in this? Sorry. I like have gotten in one, but like I hadn't actually like fully go through an entire ride. I was like checking it out because I was curious, but I uh-huh. didn't like actually. 
and you it. get like is you like get in the back seat right like you, yeah, like, you get pretend in the back seat. there's like a driver it's literally an uber but there's a little video that plays it's like make sure you buckle up and like don't interfere and whatever right and then like the waymo goes and like i was many times being like driving behind or in front of a waymo and just like they're really slow but they totally work on the road um and they have a lot a ton of sensors right so they have like all these cameras and then they have all these lidar detectors which basically this is like an important part that's like a differentiator it like basically creates a 3d mapping of the world around you so it like knows exactly what the world quote unquote looks like and then they've driven these cars with human drivers in it to map the streets so well that like the crews and the and the Waymos just know how to drive those streets. They don't. They can't go on any street. They can't go to like New York, right? And you can't put a Waymo car that's not trained for New York in New York. But it can totally do Arizona Phoenix very very well. Same with San Francisco. I was gonna say the only time I've seen these things <laughs> was when I was these in San things. Francisco over the summer. Okay, yeah. And were they yeah. all over? Yeah, I didn't. Hmm. I was like, oh my God, look away. Was it my reaction? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so, this can't be real. I also feel like a few of them are like police cars. Mm. Is that a thing? Have you found this in your research? I don't know if I'm like misremembering, no. but I feel like I've, I saw like a car with like a siren on it or some sort of like authority looking vehicle, but there was no one inside it and it was driving. And I See, like, but what? I think that's all the sensors. Like, did it look like it was a siren? Is that the reason you're talking about it? I think so. I like don't really remember it that well. Okay, it had a siren first, on kinda... it. You're saying but it was it like self-driving sensor? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I believe it was. You. It was probably like cameras, and it was probably like lidar sensors and like radar detectors. Like it was all of these different technologies that are put on the car. That costs okay. like fifteen thousand dollars or something crazy. Like they're really expensive cars. Like those just the just the ability to make itself driving costs a lot. How much right? does it? That's sorry, it I'm like you're probably going to get into this, but like, does it cost more to use one of those than like an Uber? I don't actually fully know, but I don't think so. Or if it's if it is, it's very like similar. But like one of the big issues with self driving is that like there really isn't that good of an economic model to like. There's no reason like people weren't and this is like one of the conversations that's all about the progress that I have and have so many feelings about it. But it's like there wasn't really a reason for people to innovate because like it didn't really make like it wasn't good. It wasn't going to make more money uh, for a long time, at least than Uber, you know, like Uber stopped their their uh, they had a self-driving like research program and they had like some an accident and they got a lot of critique, but also it was just not making enough money. To, for them to like make set like they didn't have a good economic model for deployment that they were like no let's just keep human drivers we'll deal with it later well i'm also like i'm probably guessing this is one of our conversations but i'm like why like so many people like their income is being an uber driver yeah okay wait we're gonna come we're gonna get there okay we're gonna totally sorry get there. But okay, let sorry. me finish the Tesla thing and then let's go yeah. there, actually. Okay, let's okay, go to the okay. pros and cons. But let me just finish the the distinction because this is like a big this was like a big deal in self-driving news, which is then the other form of self-driving cars is Tesla. And uh, yeah, okay. And that I've like I have driven in a Tesla for like self it's not full self-driving, but like 
I don't, I was on my like phone looking at like text because like I trusted the technology to drive me and it works. Scared, 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 crazy. scared, scared, scared. The craziest thing about Tesla, which it was a huge risk and pe- like people like really didn't believe that Tesla was going to be able to do it. And they kind of have was they were like, let's get rid of the LIDAR which is the thing that makes the 3D mapping like a really, really clear 3D mapping of the world. Let's get rid of the radar. Let's just put cameras. And Mm. they put cameras on all of their cars, every single car that they ship. And it's like only $2,000 to give the full self-driving capability to all cars. So even people that don't pay for the package that allows for self-driving, they still could hypothetically at some point in their life decide to pay for self-driving and then have a self-driving car. Interesting. Um, and the thing that, like, I don't know if it was Elon Musk alone or if it was, like, the team at Tesla. I don't know who, like, how, who, I mean, I don't know who makes these decisions. But, like, they ended up training all of this footage that they're getting from all of these Teslas on an AI, which is called this, like, Super Dojo computer. Okay, which is, like, the silliest, stupidest name. That's, but like, what literally doing... in the Barbie. Sorry, did you Oh, yeah, Barbie? Yeah, like the Kens. <laughs> the, like, <laughs> clearly some issues with masculinity oh my god that's really funny at elon musk (laughs) um but like that's really funny but like um and so they're creating like an ai rendering of the world right and so they're like making more like instead of like doing exact like teaching of how the road works they're doing more inferences like what's most likely to happen and like i'm like how can we like yeah but but they actually have the most advanced self-driving model, I'd say, of all people right now. Like, be- even though it's not full self-driving, and to get to full self-driving, it'll be really hard. They have, like, an extremely, extremely intelligent and impressive, um, like, program that is pretty much full self-driving. But it's not technically. Interesting. Okay. I'm also, like, I'm just visualizing the like tesla 3d things that i've seen i'm always like why does this look glitchy (laughs) like i know i'm sure it's not like on the screen when it's like shows you that a car or a human is like passing on your left it'll like pop up out of nowhere you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and i'm like what's going on yes like how this is not in the distance of the it's not they're not in the distance of the okay so like in the other cars that are like technically literally self-driving Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 3D, does it look like Tesla? Like, just kind of like the block figures, like, show up? I'm not even you know sure. What I, mean? I don't think they actually have a 3D graph of the world. So, like, what you're referring okay. to is, like, when you get in the Tesla, there's a screen that kind of creates a 3D representation of the world that you're driving in, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it glitches because, yeah. like, sometimes, like, there's a cone and then all of a sudden the cone vanishes and then it becomes a yeah. person or something. Yes. Yeah. In the In the, like... Waymos or cruises, they don't even have a like they it's just full self-driving. Like so it's just like internal. Like you aren't yeah. seeing anything that yeah. they're like using for reference. Okay, got yes. it. Um, okay, let's get into some like conversation topics. So right. um I mean let's go because you brought it up. Let's talk about jobs. Let's let's cause this is the thing that I yeah. was grappling with a lot. Um there's an argument which we've actually talked about when you visited, which is like when technological innovation happens, more jobs appear because productivity and people consume more. And then all of a sudden there's new domains. And whatever. sorry, not I mean, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, I okay. mean, like his, history, like history says that. And yet when you start thinking about it, you think about that, like 
you start thinking about it on an individual level and you're like, well, okay, but what about the Uber drivers? Like, they're not like, what, where are they going to go? Like, I mean, there's people that literally spend their lives driving Uber. Yeah. Right. Like that is yeah. their profession. And like, they're now they, ugh, it's, and truck drivers. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I don't, it's also like the, like I would say 99.9% of the time, an Uber driver, if they lose their job because of self-driving cars are the new thing, it's not like, like, okay, maybe that new market will create new, potentially more jobs. But I'm like, for who? Like, it's yep. not going to be like the Uber driver knows how to like code or like has some crazy totally. like marketing training from a top school. And then a company is going to like, you know what I mean? I'm yes, just like, I, do. I think like the job market, like it's, and maybe I'm so wrong about this because I don't really understand how like tech industries work in terms of like employment, but I'm like the new jobs that are being created. I just don't understand like who has access to them. Like, I think when we talk about big conversations that like, whatever technology creates so many more jobs and like everyone talks about how it's changing the world. I'm like, that's why so many people our age are studying computer science or going into tech yep. because those are the jobs that are going to have. But what if you're 50 or whatever yep. age? I'm making huge generalizations, apologies. But I'm like, what if you just aren't trained in that? And what if you yes. like don't understand how tech works or you don't want to? I'm like, what job are you going to have if all of our like jobs and are being replaced? I don't know. So I that is that is a huge issue. And like that is, I think, the biggest thing. I don't know. There's like an economic term, which like I don't know. I forget what it is, but it's like in it's basically like the like friction of transitioning between a job and another job, like the amount of training that it would require for someone to be able to like learn how to code. Now, they're going to be like they claim I'm using a, like quotes because it's so it feels icky. You know, sure. um, mm -hmm. but like they say that, like, there are going to be a lot of jobs that are going to be needed, like that might not require a ton of technological like training. But like when like there there are times where like the self-driving cars are going to maybe get stuck and like someone's going to have to come like a, like and like, yeah, I'm like, great. And say, go around <laughs> this, you know, like go around this yeah. pothole and like they'll like kind of like drive as a video game the car for like five seconds. Right. Um, like, so someone's going to have to do that. Someone's going to have to clean the cars. Like there's a lot of like other jobs that may appear and come, but like there is also a feeling of like real, like, and this is, I think also like goes to the productivity progress part that I am will definitely delve into, but like it, it's a, it's a real consideration for humanity. Like it will make more jobs and it will be so important impressive and it will increase productivity because people who like don't have the ability to um commute always or like miss their bus to work or whatever like will be able to get a self-driving car like there's so many right. arguments that like it will speed everything up less traffic time less congestion so like more like whatever but mm -hmm. it's so disrespectful to the individual yeah yeah right yes. and that's and that's hard right because like yeah, the, the individual Uber driver, like, kind of is, like, fucked in my, like, I mean, not all of them, but yeah. they're going to be some of them. And that's super, like, icky. I guess I'm also just looking at the broader picture besides not, and this is not to reduce the individual harm, totally, obviously, emphasizing that. And that's the first thing I think of. I'm also, like, with self-driving cars specifically, I'm like, I don't understand why we need them. 
That's mm-hmm. what I'll say. Like, okay. I'm like, there's some tech. I know you're like smirking. I'm, I'm like, so there's excited. some technology <laughs> that I'm like, this is scary. This is stupid. But I get it. Like, even when I remember, like, iPhone started doing the face recognition. I was like, this mm-hmm. is scary. Why do I want you to have my face? But I'm like, oh, my God, it's so annoying to put in a passcode. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I get the demand. Um, I get what when you're driving, though. Are you never is there never a time where you're like, oh, I wish I wasn't driving right now. Like, there's never a time like that. No, I'm sure if I'm on like a crazy okay. road trip or something. But I'm just like when I think about self-driving cars and like as we're talking about them replacing like Uber or something, I'm like, I don't know. If I'm going to be a passenger anyway, I like don't understand why you care, why I'm like, I would rather it be a robot that might crash okay, than a human. So let's, let's, I don't know. Okay. Might crash. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, so I, this is honestly the mi- biggest reason why I started researching this. Cause I think like a lot of more so than you for a lot of tech i get really excited and i'm like oh my god like yeah. i see it it makes sense to me like uh-huh. I- i'm scared about i have existential dread but also like it really lights me up and this is one thing where i always was like really didn't get it like it was super I'm cool confused. to be in a tesla <laughs> that drove for me but i love driving like i love yeah. driving like me how would, why would i ever give that up no okay. i'm like actively so, miss driving right now like being abroad i'm like i wish i could drive a car <laughs> There's a Snapchat that I made like in freshman year of me that's like, it says like, I would do heinous, truly heinous things to drive a car, which like, I don't know what I'm referring to, but like like, scary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I really wanted to drive a car. Um, Okay. Okay. Confession. I want you to guess the top three causes for deaths by automobile. Like what are the three reasons most people die? Okay. Like texting while driving. Is that one of them? Are you going to like put a finger down if I get it right? No, no, no. Just guess all of them and then I'll tell you. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to like tech, like phone distraction of any sort, to be honest. Um, Like, I feel like all of them could be like relate related to like not looking at the road, like not seeing. I feel like when my parents were like teaching me how to drive and they were like still very anxious about it. I remember a huge thing they would say like, is like, just like we're anxious, like, we trust you as a driver, but like, we don't trust everyone on the road. You know yep. what I mean? And I think there's a lot of like, just ran. I don't know. That's probably not a top three reason for accidents, but I'm thinking of just like random, not accidents, fatalities, like deaths. Oh, fate deaths on the road. Yeah. What are um, the top three reasons for deaths on the road? Okay. still think phone number one phone is one of them. Another one. I don't, I'm like the closest I felt like I was to death on a road was like a giant truck, like tipping, almost tipping over just because it like wasn't looking where it was going. So I'm like another wow. not looking. These guesses are getting <laughs> crazy. All right, you want um, me to tell you? Okay, let me think about like weather maybe. I'm like, can it be a weather related thing? Right, I'm going to tell, I'm gonna okay, tell you. Okay, go. <laughs> You'll, I'm like a hurricane. People will die on the road. Okay, go. <laughs> like floods, yeah, le- climate change. <laughs> Okay, sorry, go. Okay, the three leading causes, which is 80% of the causes. One, DUIs. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Two, speeding. I forgot. Okay. Three, not wearing seatbelts. That's really surprising to me. I mean, those I mean, three are not surprising part. to me, but I'm surprising that phones isn't in there. Yeah, no, phones are not. But I think phones probably is more of a crash. 
like accidents than a death sure death um okay but can you say them again sorry wait yes dui dui speeding not wearing seatbelt and all three of those will be prevented from self-driving cars like you won't drink drive when there's no steering wheel to drive right Mm -hmm. you won't um you won't speed because they're like not allowed to speed and seatbelts you they don't start until you wear a seatbelt you know like so like yeah it's actually Hmm. like there's a potential of saving a lot of lives so like the stats just so you guys know is that six million car crashes happen each year in the united states 2.3 million people have auto injuries like injuries because of like crashes and 40,000 people die every year from car crashes so we could say that this technology may save 40,000 lives Right. I mean, there's definitely going to be some like accidents, but like it's going to be a lot less. Um, but that's also assuming a world where everything is fully self-driving. Right. Which I don't know if I want to live in that world. I don't. I'm also just like. I feel like there could be. Such a slew of issues from self-driving cars, like even just you being like, for example, a job that could happen is like oh if one of them gets stuck like someone has to go fix it i'm like if you're a human driving behind a self-driving car and you're on your phone and the car randomly gets stuck or in front of you or like stops or like hits something you're crashing you know what i mean but, like i feel like well, that's why i'm be- saying it yeah that's why i'm saying a fully self-driving but you think if it's a fully society. like that to me seems I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but that seems so far from where we are now that I'm like everything. I'm in- I don't know. Like, yeah, far. I don't even know what that means far anymore. Like far in the future is like such a confusing yeah, term. That's now, true. Right. Okay. Like, I just don't like what you think we're going to see a world where everything is self-driving. They think that in the next I want to get this correct, actually. Yeah. In the next decade, one out of all, like one out of five cars is estimated to be fully self-driving. So next okay. 10 years, okay, yeah. one out of five. To me, I'm like, one, that's crazy to think about. Two, I think if four out of five cars aren't humans, like to me, I'm like, that's so much chance. That's such like an, in. I don't want to say an increased chance of accident. Yeah, I don't know if it would be an increased chance. But I don't, I don't think, think like I don't think having a fifth of cars being self-driving and four fifths being humans is going to help um reduce the number of like auto casualties. I just think so many more like accidents can happen. I don't know. I've never been in a self-driving car. I'm so scared of them. I'm yeah, just I was like, gonna say so much <laughs> happens on the road that's like random. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't want deaths to be at the hand of computers. Yeah. That's like my instant, that's like my gut reaction. I don't know. I think that like, I was having, I I think that like, it's really important that like, if it's a self-drive, it's a full self-driving car, like when you get in that self-driving car, you take the risk. Like, you know that like, that the computer's not, its priority is not to save you. Because I think that if we live in a world where it's not all full self-driving cars, it's kind of 
fucked up if the car, the, the full self-driving, full, full self-driving car swerves and hits someone else to save your life. Well, that's part of what I mean with the whole, like, if only a fifth are self-driving. But I'm like, they are obviously controlled by something that is non-human. I'm like, it's affecting human decision. You know what I mean? It's not like it's interacting with other computer-based decisions. Yeah. It's interacting with majority human-based decisions, which to me is like disaster. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not claiming that like, I'm claiming that I think that these cars should probably be coded to like take the harm of the passenger in it because I don't really understand how it is like to fight against your point. I think that's the only way to fight against your point is that like, because otherwise you are creating harm by adding this technology on the roads in some ways and you still are creating harm. But like if that, that piece of cargo falls and it's a human driver, they're going to swerve and hit someone probably like that's the instinct. Interesting. So it's like, it's still going to cause harm too. Well, like, like, yeah, when you get, in a self-driving car, I feel like there has to be a level of, like, consent. Like, I consent to whatever this thing decides yeah, is happening is to me, obviously. I'm also just, like, again, I'm stuck with the whole point of, like, it being versus regular cars on the road. I'm, like, me as a driver, I'm not consenting to the decisions of a computer, car you know what i mean like just because i'm driving that's why i'm saying that i feel yeah. like these... but also when you get in a car you're also not consenting to the other stupidity of drivers around you like the true. story of what you Very were saying true. about your parents your parents always said like mm-hmm. i trust you but i don't trust the other cars around you like you shouldn't but be trusting the other cars around you nevertheless if they're my a robot parents... or not. <laughs> my parents i think are definitely just humans over a self-driving car. Oh, 100%. Oh, my yeah. God. Greg yeah. would kill me. <laughs> yeah, oh, he'd be like, you're never bought- getting in that thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, that's that's a whole other thing. I'm like, lesser of two evils. It's like human looking at their phone, not looking at the roads, going 150 miles an hour versus a computer that can glitch. Yeah. I mean. And like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think I think that like on a so this is let's talk about the progress part, because I think that is where we like I was going to say that like. On a utilitarian perspective, I do think I choose computers, like if that's the perspective we're having, if we're trying to like save as many lives as possible, I do believe that having a full self-driving society is going to be better. Like I, I do. And that being said. I It gets into this murky thing where I know we talk a lot about this, where it's like, I mean. This tech, as well as a ton of other technology, was invented by the military, by DARPA, to basically, because people, they wanted full, like, they wanted self-driving, like, tanks so that they could protect their soldiers, right? Same with GPS. Like, a lot of technology is invented for the bad, and we have to keep in innovating just on a military basis. Like, that is, like, the the drive that keeps a lot of these, like, societies innovating, 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 and greed, <laughs> to frankly. Um and yet it really screws a lot of people over, like the, the Uber driver, right? Or that one person that does get hit by a full self-driving car. And I don't know. It's just like a really hard thing. It's like to balance where it's like, I mean, realistically, we're not going to just stop technological innovation. 
like that just doesn't work on a society like just survival of the fittest we always feel this need to keep growing right we're seeing this with like ai we're like we're continuously building this technology that we don't know what the hell it could kill us and we don't know what it could do to us right but like we still have to do it because what if someone else beats us right there's this mentality there but it, it does really screw up the, an individual personal level like when you think about the anecdotes that you hear from this tech it really hurts people I'm also like, ooh, I'm like, I don't know if I want to talk about this as like we're wrapping up because I'm like, this is a crazy long combo, but I'm like True. bringing in the military conversation. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to talk about I don't want to like start this with like five minutes left and to sound like ill informed. I'm also just like. I. Ugh trying to simplify an issue that should not be simplified but just in terms of talking about military i'm like the u.s has crazy military power that is being used in insanely harmful ways right now yeah. um with the israel and, and always Gaza conflict and always yes always and i'm trying not to make this an entire political um <laughs> conversation and debate about the genocide that is happening right now but I'm like very scared of military power currently just in the world. And I'm like how much money the U.S. puts into its military. And like we don't need to go down that whole rabbit hole. But I think what you were saying about like, yes, we can't like we're never going to stop technological advancement. I'm also like it's important to connect its roots a lot of the time. To like honestly war efforts. Well, that's what I was saying. Like which, all yeah. of technology. Yeah, which Not just all, is like most. I think just like I'm scared. Like that's like I'm not saying like I'm scared of all tech. I'm not saying like I don't understand it. But I think like how much money goes into military technological advancements that are then used or implemented in other ways in society is like baffling to me on just a basic level versus like money that could be put toward like people all get a great education you know yeah i'm so, like <laughs> i'm like say, how do we do <laughs> yeah i mean okay so i don't know i think this is what you were trying to say but i'll like yeah go go go, go. correct me if i miss it. i just want to repeat it so i fully because it's a good point I think that like a lot of times people talk about this, this tech, like, should we be progressing? And like, why don't we stop like doing AI and stuff as in like, oh, well, it's going to hurt the individual, but like, we need to do it for society. We need to beat others, et cetera. And like on a utilitarian ideology, we would like self full self-driving is going to save a lot of lives. But then I think what your point is, is like the root of this technology actually is probably going to kill a lot of lives and has probably killed a yeah. lot of lives. Right. Like, Full self-driving drones yes. or like tanks aren't there to like save lives, right? Right. I mean, they save one soldier's life, but they also kill a lot of people, right? I think that's what you're trying to get at is like yes. the roots of all these technologies, even if they're going to do a lot of good for society, quote unquote, even though they may have negative ramifications, the root of the technology is used in and created for harm. Yeah. Yes. And I know obviously that's a huge nuanced conversation that I just like. I don't know. I just felt like it was important to include that that's where my no, I mind think that's a went good point. with everything like in my head at least paints a very like scary 
overarching story. Like, it's a very scary picture to me that I'm like, this is where, like, I don't know. I don't know. You summed up everything. Yes. I didn't, like, have anything else to add to it. Um, Okay. So then I have to ask yeah. you. Okay. One last, maybe one last two questions. Okay. And then go. Because I'm just too curious. Okay. <laughs> like, scared. Ooh, but that's also a really interesting one. All right. This is going to be the question I want to ask you. If you could program your own self-driving car's ethical guide, what's the one non-negotiable rule you'd include? Um, It's a hard one, I think. No, nah, I'm like, don't hit people. What do you mean? <laughs> so I'm like, so then one uh, At all costs, don't hit someone. Don't hit people. At all costs. Like, you kind of have to, like, hard code it. No, I'm like thinking about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, this is literally like the trolley problem. Like, I'm like, yeah. what do I say? Like, injure the least amount of people possible. That's the utilitarian like perspective. I mean, versus what? Like, what's another thing you would like, say? I, like, I don't I even think my, know. My my rule would like be like, at all costs, do not hit a child younger than 10. That's an arbitrary number. That's like, crazy. Is that like, crazy? No, no, no. Like, I, I I, get it how it's working in your brain. I'm just like, it's crazy to think about something like that. Yeah, I mean. And then I, have to, like, qualify it by, like, whatever. Like, yeah, you know what like, I mean? And then, I'm like, and then the, uh, and then, like, but, but someone is coding that kind of, right? Like, someone is in a computer, like, I mean, not as, explicitly as this but someone is like sitting in a com computer code and being like or in their chair coding and being like okay well like making ethical decisions about the future of our society like that's pretty scary that's pretty yeah, crazy like, i don't consent to that <laughs> yeah you know i'm like who are you and like elon Musk. <laughs> i like seriously like at the end of the day yes and i'm like oh my god that's so like get them on the and, pod and and human behavior right like because the thing is at least for like the tesla on how they're trying to do it is that they're training an algorithm on a ton of real human behavior right so everyone who owns a tesla what they do in those situations do they hit them do they not do they swerve do they stay straight whatever it is like it, that's the idea of like the super dojo computer <laughs> like is that <sighs> but yeah yeah i'm like so uh... Dun, dun, dun. what a lot the, the end, end. <laughs> thanks so much for listening to another episode of just tech <laughs> okay um uh, no okay okay so so we're gonna make it yeah. happier okay ending. let's do it please share with the group um okay so yes caroline has posited Wait, the we gotta give a shout we have to give her a real shout out, even though she's already been mentioned I mean, I've given her like 80 okay, she shout gets 80 outs in this okay. episode. <laughs> like, shout out Caroline, one of our favorite Woo! listeners. She has given us a question for the end. Um, how have you helped someone recently? Yeah, we're ending on a like sweeter note instead of thinking about automotive deaths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, how have you helped someone recently, Jude? 
Wait, I have like a little silly one if I can go Please. first. If that's go first. I just um yeah, go first. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is like my communal kitchen setup really fosters like everyone being very collaborative and helpful. Um, and I will say it really is glaring when people like don't do their dishes or something because I'm like, you are being unhelpful. But I think like with my friends, <laughs> like every time we like cook dinner together, like we all have kind of like shared ingredients dinner wise. Like we're all kind of like, who has this? Bring it. And I'm like, who's going to like cook this while someone else like washes plates for us? And it's all just like very in like little little sparks, little moments of like kindness. Nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's cute. Yeah. That's what okay. I think of. Okay. Um, mine is also kind of cute and simple. I don't know. It's just that um, I have a friend here, or like becoming a friend, I guess, who um, has a few art projects that she wants to do, but they require an iPad. And I was like, you can have my iPad. Like, I'm not going to like give her my entire, I'm not Mr. Beast out here. Like, I can't <laughs> just like give her my iPad, but like she can, like I was like, you Gifted. can use it whenever. So I don't know. Hopefully she'll take me up on that offer because I don't know. I want to support people doing their passions and doing their art so yeah um yeah so you all do something kind because that's kind of all we have left so please do make someone's day Woo! Woo! okay okay Um, thank you for an awesome (laughs) conversation i don't know i don't know i got awkward this is a sad episode but it's also i think important that we talk about it um no it is okay thank you so much for listening you all we'll see you next week Love you. Bye. Bye.